Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition in the borough. Nice, much nicer day today. Hey, if you've been paying attention lately, uh, MTSU last week uh, via Instagram, um, that's, that got kind of that stuff gets a little tough on my old butt, but. I finally figured it out. Uh, released its uh, upcoming Hall of Fame class, and with that in mind, um, Tony Stennett, who longtime worker with me at the DNJ, and then um, over at MTSU, and he's um, in charge of the part of the varsity club now, in that uh, they do the Hall of Fame. So he's going to join us today. Tony, thanks for uh, joining us today. Well, glad to do it, Monty, and thanks for having me. All right. Well, a new Hall of Fame uh, class has been elected. Now, do they have to be, is it five years or ten years removed from playing? It's uh, ten years from their their final year of eligibility at NTSU. So, uh, basically a decade after they're finished playing. And, you know, Monty, there's differing opinions on that. Like, you know, for years... I thought it should only be five years, kind of like the NFL, Major League Baseball, you know, those, those Hall of Fame. Um, but then once I become involved with it, I, I, I definitely agree with the 10 years because what I if, – if you put it at five years, uh, you know, then people that are going in early, like first or second ballot, you know, some of these people are 25, 26, uh, still really young, just getting things started. Ten years after you've left, um, you've kind of entrenched yourself in whatever you're doing, uh, probably started your family, have your wife, what have you. Um, you know, so what I see is ten years later, they're kind of able to enjoy it more with their family and, and, and I think appreciate, you know, everything that it really means. So, um, but it is, to answer your question, ten years from their, their final year of eligibility. And I think one thing, too, when if it's five years, you're still kind of caught up in the moment with that those players, you know? Right. You know, like the women's basketball team had a great run of get, getting them in, like, you know, Patrice and Chrissy and Alicia. And, uh, of course, this, this year, um, um, Anne-Marie. And then, you know, you did go back and get uh, Jamie Thomas in. She was a great player. But, you know, she had to wait over 10 years. And, 
you're like, oh, wow, yeah, she was a great player. You're still kind of caught up in the moment when it's only five years. Oh, yeah, and Jamie Thomas, it's funny you mentioned her. Jamie, uh, Jamie was actually over 20 years. And, you know, uh, Monty, the, just, just through the years, so many great, great uh, women's basketball players. Jamie was easily one of those, you know, won championships in two leagues. She was player of the year in two leagues. But here she is, 20 years after her playing career, still third all-time in scoring, top five all-time in rebounding, and had not got in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, her time came. And uh, when it did, I tell you, um, to this, of the ones I've heard, you know, and I've even before becoming involved with the, the varsity club, um, covering these events for the Daily News Journal or just going to them uh, as an employee at the university, I could tell you Jamie's speech was uh, one of the best I've ever heard from a Hall of Famer, and it was so heartfelt. And to your point, um, it, there was no caught up in the moment. It was really relishing the moment and, and all that it entails for her. So, you know, that was really special. And, uh, of course, you covered her teams and saw her play. I mean, Jamie was an absolute force. Yes, he was. All right, well, let's get into it. Um, we'll start off in tennis with um, Anthony DeLuise. And, and I remember him. That's when Dale Short was coaching and really had things going. And um, I guess he um, maybe a long time coming for him um, as well. But he um, – um, joining a, a former teammate of his in Freddie Nehemiah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Monty, how how scary is it that, like, with this particular class, you and I both can say we, we, we saw them all play. Um, so I guess that means, you know, uh, we've gained a lot of experience from maturity through the years. I'll just put it that way. But, yeah, Anthony, um, he is the, the last, of those all-American tennis players from the 80s, uh, mid to late 80s, early 90s, that had not gotten the Hall of Fame. Again, just showing you how, how tough it is with as many sports as we have and then as many great athletes you know, across the board in those sports. But Anthony was an all-American, what a lot of people wouldn't realize they will as, as all of this unfolds in the next month and a half. Anthony uh, was at one time the highest-rated tennis player in the country uh, three-time player of the year, and what happened is uh, I think his junior year, uh, Anthony had suffered an injury, so a setback there, but came back his senior year and still played at a championship level, uh, competed in Grand Slam events, and was an all-conference performer and player of the year coming off that injury, but um, just another in a long line of great uh, for Hall of Fame coach Del Short who, you know, really built that program. Um, and, and then, you know, Jimmy Borndame has come and, and just sustained uh, unbelievable success. But, you know, I know Anthony's very excited. I've enjoyed talking to him and uh, just delighted, you know, that he's taking his place. And like you said, with, um, with former teammates, and uh, I remember Anthony coming back for their inductions here in the last five years. Uh, as several of those have gotten in. So hopefully they'll be able to favor. I know Dale has uh, uh, things planned, you know, for the weekend for Anthony. So uh, that, that'll be good for him. But you're right. He was just an unbelievable tennis player on, on great, great teams. I mean, you think about it, too. His last season, 
he finished ranked 35th in the country in singles. And you got to think about that when you talk about Power Five conferences, when you think about Stanford, you know. Right, yeah. I mean, Stanford's, Stanford's facilities look like Wimbledon, you know. <laughs> I went out there one year, and um, I've been out there a couple times, actually. And, I mean, you're talking about the best of the best um, when you're 35th, and he was 25th in the nation in doubles that year. Well, and, you know, Monty, you make a, a really good point about then, you know, uh, when he played. And you got to remember back then you didn't have all of these grad transfers or one-time transfers. You kind of went where you went, and, and that's where you was. So, you know, for Anthony to achieve that status um, at an up-and-coming mid-major at that time, I mean, it tells you a lot about him, and it also tells you a lot about, you know, the program Dell had built and the type of players uh, that he was able to bring in. All right, we'll move on. Um, an interesting one here, uh, LaRon Dendy. Of course, he was a transfer from Iowa State, and we were talking um, offline. This is when he transferred here. He had a set out, and um, um, I'll let you go over his stats and all that. But, you know, he only played one year, so some people are going to say, you know, should he really be in for playing one year? I think what he did – even the year he set out, he started raising the bar for MTSU. I think he changed the culture of MTSU basketball because once he got here, it just seemed as if, even though he was here the one year, middle just took off. Oh, no doubt. And, you know, that year also happened, like you said, there was a lot of hype and excitement about this player that was sitting out and was going to become eligible the next year. And then it was, as it would turn out, that next year started with a bang with MTSU getting off to a really good start and LaRon getting off to a good start. And then the big win, uh, you know, out at UCLA kind of, kind of let people know that, okay, this team might really have a chance. And, and at that time, that UCLA team was, you know, down, but it's still UCLA and you're still out there. So And they beat them 20. Got, got off to a great start and got rolling. And, you know, even that team won the Sun Belt Championship with LaRon leading the way. And even though they got upset in the tournament, you remember, Monty, that NIT run still allowed people to get excited and fired up about men's basketball because that included, you know, the, the first-round win and then going up to Knoxville and really dominating that game and beating Tennessee on their home court, a really good Tennessee team. And then, um, you know, coming home, and even though they fell short, that, that Minnesota game at the Mercy Center was just packed, an unbelievable atmosphere. I believe that was Tubby Smith that had brought Minnesota back in here. So, uh, you know, LaRon left an indelible mark um, that also lent itself to what could could be in, in coming years, and, and indeed we saw what happened in those coming years. But I agree with you that LaRon kind of changed that culture. He was the guy. And, you know, statistically, Monty, you mentioned stats. You would think a guy that was only here one year uh, getting into the Hall of Fame would have maybe averaged double-double or 20-something points a game. LaRon averaged like 17 points eight rebounds a game, but he was a great shot blocker, a presence on the defensive end, played really, really hard, as you're going to have to do for Kermit Davis if you're going to get on the court. And, um, 
you know, just dominated both ends of the floor. And he was one of those guys that, you know, when, when, when it was crunch time and you knew where, where you were going and he delivered. Um, and, and then, of course, he did what all great players do. He made those around him even better. So, um, you know, there'll be differing opinions on, on a one-year player versus four-year. But, you know, I point out that we have so many junior college transfers in our, in our Hall of Fame. So, you know, two years, one year, um, I think what the committee has to look at is the body of work of that individual in their time at MTSU. Um, and we have to understand that moving forward, you know, LaRon kind of is a precedent setter as the first one ever to go in the Hall of Fame after playing just one year. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of grad transfers or people like him transferring for that one year. And it'll be interesting to see how they're viewed, you know, down the road. Because uh, we already have several, not eligible yet, but they will become eligible um, here in the next five years. So, you know, that'll be interesting. But uh, I assure you any men's basketball fan that's seen LaRon Dendy play would not argue that he's one of the best we've had. You're listening to All Sports Talk, joined today by Tony Stennett. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation, and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work, 
or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Tony Stennett with the Varsity Club oversees the MTSU Hall of Fame elections, and we're talking about those. Uh, we'll keep on going. One very familiar to us, uh, Tony's Anne Marie Lanning. It's a it's a no brainer. Um, she's just a winner from way back. And you know, when I think about her, you know, she came here freshman year. Um, she wasn't the most athletic. And she really worked in the gym and with her speed and agility and shooting the basketball. That's where she made her mark. I mean, she could get she could draw fouls with the best of them, which was bad for other teams because she shot like 85% from the free throw line. But um, just a outstanding player um, and, and not a surprise at all. And played an era, played in an era with great players. Oh, no doubt. And, uh, Monty, real quick, if I could just go back and add one thing about the one-year players uh, so people will know how, how that works. Our bylaws simply state that um, in terms of eligibility, a person's final year of eligibility would have been at MTSU. So if you played here three years and transferred, then you would not be eligible because your final year was not here, if that makes sense. I got you. That's how I view that. But Anne-Marie um, – yeah, I was delighted to see that. And, you know, she and LaRon are kind of two of the more recent, you know, so uh, some of the younger fans can certainly gravitate to, to those two, um, you know, and, and they were here kind of at the same time. But Anne-Marie, like you said, great shooter. And I think that what, what Anne-Marie did was took advantage of Coach Insull's coaching and his offense. You know, anybody that knows Anne-Marie and – her career and then and and then her her life you know her her work since then um she's tough she's a very tough young lady and i think that's what it takes to excel with with coach insel is is toughness and mental toughness she had those things so what she had to do is is get her game where she could play at that at that level that the lady raiders play and as you said she did that it was uh, her work ethic putting in the extra hours in the gym and, you know, as you said, Monty, she played in an era of, you know, not just great women's basketball at MTSU, but great, great players. I mean, she was on the team that, that was the first ever to have five 1,000-point scores on the floor at one time. Um, so you could say, wow, she was one of many great players on that team. Or you could say, man, to put up those numbers with, with those kind of players around her, because um, you're probably getting – fewer shots, you know, you're not, you're going inside to Alicia Clark, <laughs> normally where you're going, but everybody kind of got theirs, and she shot such a high percentage, um, 
And then, of course, the fact that she was a local product from Riverdale. She had a good fan following. And um, I think we'll see that at the Hall of Fame induction uh, here in September. Uh, I think she'll have a great turnout, deservedly so. And, you know, it's the first ever husband-wife duo in the Hall of Fame once she gets inducted as, of course, she's married to Bryce Brentz, who uh, was inducted in the Hall of Fame three years ago. All right. Um, moving on, Jeff Littlejohn. <clears throat> Tony, Jeff's probably the most ballyhooed recruit that MTSU has had in the FBS era as far as a recruit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, certainly Kevin Byard has gone on to great things, but um, you know, he was a four, even a five star on some people's radar. And, um, and that, and that was in the early era of FBS when MTSU was playing anybody and everybody out of conference. Um, and while his numbers aren't gaudy, this guy just disrupted things. He was always double teamed. And, um, I think a good pick here. Well, and you know, the, uh, you mentioned those games early that, that MTSU played in. And the one that really stands out is how good he was at Alabama when MTSU had the near upset, you know, um, there against the tide. And he was unbelievable up front. And, um, you know, he's another one of that you're, you're so happy for because, you know, Jeff is, uh, was like a gentle giant, always happy, had that big smile on his face. And um, then just went on the field and, and absolutely dominated people. But, you know, Monty, you were at a lot of those practices. We would attend practice a lot back then and, and be not only be there for most of it, get to be out on the field walking around, you know, from station to station. And he just seemed to have so much fun at practice even and lifted, lifted others. But, um, you know, the thing about defensive linemen, interior defensive linemen and offensive linemen, they have no stats. So, so it's so hard for them to get in. But you're talking about an all-American defensive lineman in the early, early part of the FBS era. So for him to, to achieve that status um, at that level, you know, playing the position he played. Uh, and then, you know, uh, I'll share this with you, Monty, in the audience. But uh, in contacting all of the Hall of Famers, uh, the inductees this year, to let them know, uh, it was it was really emotional because Jeff was brought to tears. He was so excited yet emotional. And again, you know, here he is a little over uh, right at 20 years from from his playing career at MTSU. And I think sometimes when you get 20 plus years, you kind of you know you were good when you left and and you hear about the Hall of Fame and you you think you might get in one day, but then time keeps passing. And you just kind of forget about it. And that might have happened with Jeff, but he was really caught off guard and, 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 you know, so delighted to be a part of this. And so I was happy for him. But, um, you know, I dare say as far as uh, interior defensive linemen, he's arguably one of the best we've ever had. He was an ammo. I'll tell you a real funny story getting pushed up on a break. MTSU and Troy used to play for that Palladium, that that every year and middle went down to Troy. I think it was his senior year and they beat Troy <clears throat> and they're doing this and that. And little John, he's got a bit, you know, he always had a smile on his face. He's like, where's, where's my trophy? Where's it? Where's that paladone thing? Where's my trophy? 
and this and nobody could find a trophy. And he goes, I'm not leaving Troy, Alabama till I get my trophy. So <laughs> he was he was dead set on getting that trophy. All righty, you're listening to I take it he got that trophy. <clears throat> he did he did re- return home with the trophy, yes. <laughs> All righty, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back and uh, Chip Walters will give us the Blue Raider Insider Report. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. It's busy, but it still looks pretty good as far as uh, accidents delays out here in Rutherford County on 24 around 840. Plenty of radar as you continue out past Joby Jackson on 24 headed towards Coffee County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu right now at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help. A true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. 
championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk soccer. Middle Tennessee is playing a for real game right now. It kicked off at 5 o'clock at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Complex as the Lady Raiders are hosting Southern Indiana. It got underway at 5 o'clock. If you're out in the area, feel free. Stop on by. You can catch the second half before you go home tonight, and it is a beautiful day to get this underway. All right, let's move to football. Tomorrow is going to be a media day uh, at uh, at Blue Raider football practice. My roundtable show in the morning from 9 to 10 a.m. will be uh, coming to you live from the uh, Blue Raider football practice field. So I uh, hope you'll in, uh, be listening in. Uh, Sam Doughton will join me for the hour. We'll have coaches uh, interviews with the two coordinators. We'll get you up to date on tickets and all kinds of things like that and get an overview of, uh, of all the position battles and uh, where the Blue Raiders stand just over three weeks out from their opening game against Alabama. While talking about football, a couple of Blue Raiders had signings in the NFL. Isaiah Gathings, the uh, outstanding wide receiver from a year ago, has signed a free agent contract with the Kansas City Chiefs. And also Jordan Ferguson, who had previously signed a USFL contract with the Memphis Showboats, has now signed a contract with the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, the the, uh, Showboats actually put out a release on that, giving him a huge congratulations for becoming the second Memphis showboat to uh, sign an NFL contract. So congratulations to those guys, and uh, that's what's going on right there. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, Blue Raider baseball. They've announced four newcomers for the 2024 season. Transfers Matt Sheppel, Brady Holloway, and Logan Bogue join the program, as well as freshman Brett Rogers. Rogers, an outfielder, 6'1", 195 from Chattanooga, and uh, he comes from Silverdale Baptist Academy. Uh, Sheppel is a right-handed pitcher. He will be be here as a junior. He comes from Western Carolina. He is 6'5", 215. Brady Holloway, first baseman and outfielder from Proctor, Arkansas, 6'2", 220. He comes from Southwest Tennessee Community College. And uh, Logan Bogue, first baseman and outfielder from Habersham, Georgia. He comes to the Blue Raiders as a transfer from Georgia Tech. In high school, he was the number seven right-handed pitcher in the state of Georgia and a top 30 Georgia recruit overall. So all of these guys have really good size, 6'3", 6'2", 6'5", 6'1". They will join a Blue Raider team that got all the way to uh, the winner's bracket finals of the Conference USA Tournament last year. Women's volleyball has added a player, and they've announced the signing of grad transfer Erin Eisenhart. She transfers from Austin P to Middle Tennessee this fall. In her four seasons with the Governors, the Huntsville native 
uh, was impressive on the defensive side with a total of 981 digs and a 3.44 digs per set. In 2022, Eisenhart earned 447 digs with an outstanding 4.3 digs per set number. On the offensive side, she racked up 144 assists and 62 service aces during her time at Austin P. All right, that's it for today. Again, join us tomorrow morning, 9 to 10, right here on WGNS. It'll be the roundtable, live from Blue Raider football practice, right here on WGNS. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. We can get surprisingly great rates on auto and renter's insurance at State Farm. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and we're your one-stop shop for protecting your car and your stuff for a surprisingly great rate. So stop looking around. Team Insel is ready to help. Call 931-684-5274 for your surprisingly great auto and renter's rate today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Tony Stimmett. He's in charge of the MTSU Hall of Fame, and we're going over the inductees we got a couple left which would be just right because we got the bravos coming up and hopefully they'll get back on track they've lost three in a row but we'll go with melanie durham manley she played softball i know coach green's going to be very excited about this uh, manley was a catcher for the blue raiders and was part of their first team to win an ovc title in 2000 uh yeah i am Monty, I, I think i'm right about this and we're still doing the research but you know, Melanie was uh, another just tough, tough player. I remember covering her teams, you know, early on. Uh, I think she played every inning of every game of her career behind the plate. Uh, she was the catcher. And the player locally that uh, Karen Green kind of built things around, you know, starting with the catcher. And um, I think uh, Melanie's from Lawrenceburg, so nearby. But uh, she was an all-conference player. Uh, just kind of the rock of that team. And uh, also uh, the OVC Medal of Honor recipient back in 2000. So um, solid in the classroom and on the field. But, um, you know, uh, incredible softball player who, you know, small in stature but, but did big, big things. And, um, you know, adds to the, the softball collection. I believe she becomes the fourth softball player to go into our hall of fame and still ranks amazingly in the top 10 and 12 um all-time categories oh it's unbelievable and the thing is like when you see her you know like i said she was a and those who saw some of the photos and stuff in the releases you know you can see she's kind of smaller uh guarding that plate and stuff but boy she take hits and um again just tough and you have to be tough to play that position and never miss a game 
All right, one more. <clears throat> and I'm glad her, she's the last one because her name starts with an R. Um, Janet Ross, um, one of my favorites. Um, I was in school at the time. With Janet, and she and you know we we had a group that came to the men's games, and you had to get there early, and um, we called ourselves the F Troop. Uh, we sat in section F, and we would usually get there at least by halftime of the women's games. They were played for the men. And she's like, y'all need to start coming all the time. Y'all give us a big advantage, and you know she'd needle me all the time. So we got to where we we'd go to a lot of the, you know most of the home games. And then when we went on road games, we always went to their games as well. She played from 83 to 87. And, you know, we talked about Anne Marie playing with some great teams. Um, Janet played with some really great teams as well. Yeah, and, and, you know, Lonnie, Janet to me is part of kind of really what got it started. That, that group, because, uh, you know, you go back, Lady Raider basketball from the, you know, mid-80s there on has just been a force. Uh, through the through the decades, but you know uh, Janet played for four championship teams, uh, went to three NCAA tournaments. Of course, uh, one of the all-time assist leaders for years was the all-time assist leader uh, until her recruit uh, Heather Prater, who just went in the Hall of Fame, uh, broke her record. But a thousand-point score, and just to think, Monty, like you said, you were at those games. Um, the three-point line came in Janet last year and even that year was experimental ovc was the first year to use it can you imagine had she played her whole career with the three-point line you know because most all of her shots were from from deep out there um but you're right played with kim webb kay wilbank holly hoover i mean you can go on and on and and those were great teams at a time when you know tennessee tech's women were ranked nationally and stuff so those were some wars and we were right there but janet um just an unbelievable floor general. And then, you know, Monty, after her playing career, was a graduate assistant and then hired as a full-time coach and became Lewis Bivens' top recruiter. Um, so she, she played, uh, she coached, and what I admire about Janet, uh, she's over in Brentwood, but every time we have something or have a reunion or a women's basketball legends event, anything like that, Janet's always there, you know, so she always comes back. She supports her alma mater. She supports women's basketball and the university. Um, and much like yourself, I am delighted to see her, uh, her place in the Hall of Fame. 36 years removed from playing, too. Oh, and, and again, that and you can imagine her emotions. Uh, and you know Janet. So when I talked to her, she said, you know, I'm actually speechless, which never happens. But, um, again, you know, almost all, 35 years, just more than three decades, um, and I give the committee uh, great credit, you know, for, for being able to look back and, and look at those stats. And, and what we try to do, Monty, is look at people's stats based on the era in which they played, not based on other people's stats. Because, obviously, a quarterback in the 80s under Boots Donnelly is not going to have the offensive numbers of a quarterback under Andy McCollum and, you know, Larry Fedora's offense or now under Coach Stock. So I think they do a good job there. And, um, you know, for the second straight year, we have uh, three uh, former female student athletes. So uh, excited that they're getting their recognition as well. 
All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. This is Pastor Miki Ajapong, lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro. Hear our sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 7.30. Extending the love of God. Reviving the community at Holy Hill Chapel, TN.org. Good afternoon. It's busy, but it still looks pretty good as far as uh, accidents, delays out here in Rutherford County on 24 around 8.40. Plenty of radar as you continue out past Joby Jackson on 24 headed towards Coffee County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu you right now at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422 and let's plan together. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Tony Stennett. Uh, well, again, we got the Bravos coming up. Uh, Tony, tell us when the uh, Hall of Fame induction will be. Uh, the induction will be Friday night, September 20. 20- Second, uh, keeping it much like we did last year. It was such a, a great event doing the induction on Friday night and having a reception for, you know, the Hall of Famers, their guests, and, and anybody that attends. So this, this event, that Friday night, starting at 6.30, is uh, open to the public free of charge. Uh, so we hope to pack the place for this group. We did last year. Uh, this year, Monty, it will be held inside the Murphy Center uh, in the auxiliary gyms due to construction with the Bill Blue project. So we'll still be right there near the Hall of Fame, but we're actually going to have to move it over into the Murphy Center, um, you know, just due to the construction and so forth. So uh, that's what we'll do. And then on the uh, uh, Saturday afternoon, our Hall of Famers will be in the homecoming parade. And then, of course, they'll be recognized at the homecoming football game that evening as Middle Tennessee hosts Colorado State. All right. That'll be a busy, fun weekend at MTSU. And, Tony, good, great job again. I know this takes a lot of work. you got different meetings and nominations and things like that, but you do a great job with it. And uh, another Hall of Fame class, well done, my friend. All right. Well, I appreciate it and uh, very excited about uh, these six in particular. All right, that's Tony Sennett joining us today. Uh, Andy Herzer, First Shot President, will join us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.
You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.